And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. We're here to bring you the best of the music we find laying around in the ditches all across America. Well, there's plenty of it. There's lots of it. Yeah, and we find it and uh, uh, try to play it on the air so people can hear it if they haven't heard it before. Well, and that's because we dabble in a lot of different kinds of music. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriers, exactly what is Americana music? To which we have a simple answer. Well, um, there, it, it's a lot of different kinds of music, actually. Not you so know. simple, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, it yeah. could be ragtime. Well, it could be swing. It could be country. It could be jazz. It could be western. It could be blues. It could be creole. It could be classical. It could be boogaloo. It could be boogaloo. <laughs> you always stop me dead in tracks with you, you boogaloo. I like boogaloo. Yeah, I know you like boogaloo. Yeah, but uh, the, the, the main thing is it has to have... Distinctive American roots. That's exactly right. Yeah, so that's uh, that's where we draw the line. Uh, but it sure leaves the palette open, and uh, we've sure found a lot of great things along the way. And the format of the show is that we uh, each show up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes, and uh, we parse them out one at a time, and that's we don't right. discuss we it turns. beforehand. Nope, nope, we do not discuss it ahead of time. And we take t- uh, turns uh, starting out the show, and uh, I started out last week, Leo, so I think you are up. I will take you up on being up, and I'm going to kick off this thing. I, I keep, I've had this song in my pocket for a little while, and I keep wanting to play it, and one thing leads to another, I haven't done it yet. Back in um, 1996, a song came out that was kind of controversial, actually. Okay. It was by an artist named Joan Elizabeth Osborne, Joan Osborne, right? Okay. And uh, the name of the song was One of Us. Which is just a really, really cool suit. I, I, I liked it a lot. But to back up a little bit, it, uh, it was probably her most famous song at the time she released it. It really got things kicked off. And it was actually written by a Brazilian guy. But uh, it, she, it came off of her first album called Relish. And both the single and the album became worldwide uh, hits and uh, garnered, uh, you know, combined seven Grammy Award nominations. So wow. this is a pretty big, big deal. Very significant. Very significant. Yeah. So anyway, the, one of the, like I say, one of the things I like most about this song is that it was, it was banned by a lot of Christian radio stations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just have a thing about artists that get banned for one reason or another. Uh, but it makes it's a perfectly logical song. It makes a lot of sense to me anyway. When a band gets banned. Uh, when it, yeah. yeah, yeah, when it, yeah. So we haven't good. been banned from anything. Not yet. Well, I don't think anybody's noticed this yet. <laughs> that's true. It could happen. Anyway, let's, let's kick it off. From 1996, this is Joan Osborne, and it's called One of Us.
Yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a while, but uh, what a yeah. great performance. Yeah, cool, Leo. Okay, I think we're back to you. Um, okay, this is a song uh, by a woman by the name of Elizabeth June Thornburg. Mm-hmm. That, that uh, ring a bell? Nope. How about Betty Hutton? Okay, now we're talking. Okay, you got yeah, that? uh-huh. Okay. So, um, she was born in uh, 1921, and... Um, her father abandoned the family uh, when she was just a a baby. And uh, so she was, uh, she and her older sister were raised by uh, their alcoholic mother. (laughs) Oh, this is a lovely uh, all American story. Right. It's one of those stories. Uh, She took the surname of Hutton 
probably because um, troubles with the police uh, kept the family on the move. <laughs> so the three of them uh, started singing together in um, the local speakeasy when uh, Betty was three years old. But um, so anyway, she eventually she moved to New York City, uh, hoping to perform on Broadway, and she was rejected. Uh, but a few years later, she was scouted by orchestra leader Vincent Lopez, who gave her uh, her entry into the entertainment business. Okay. So um, in 1942, writer-director uh, Preston Sturgis cast Betty in a movie called The Miracle of Morgan's Creek. Now, uh, the story was um, about a, a woman, small-town girl, who gives uh, local troops a happy send-off and wakes up married and pregnant, but with no memory of who her husband is, <laughs> except that a few Z's were in his name. Oh, man. So, it, it, you know, the idea of it was a little um, uh, controversial, and uh, the, the um, broadcast company or the uh, film company actually held up uh, releasing it for a while. When they finally did, uh, it was a huge release. It made her a major star. Uh, Sturgis was nominated for a Best Writing Oscar. The film was named to the National Film Board Top Ten Films of the Year. You know, it just went Best Picture of 1944. Anyway, so it just launched her into Wow, Starlight, how cool is that? Which is pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, later on, she went on and um, she replaced um, Judy Garland in the filming uh, of the role uh, of uh, Annie Oakley. Really? Uh, which was a huge hit. Uh, and then, uh, this was kind of cool. Uh, the musical Let's Dance, she was billed above Fred Astaire. Whoa. <laughs> so, Go quite Betty. a deal. Yeah. Lucy, uh, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz uh, gave her uh, a CBS sitcom, The Betty Hutton Show. This was in uh, 1959. So anyway, she had uh, you know quite a successful career, which is awesome from you know such a meager start. Right. Um, I stumbled upon this tune just in some of the listening. You know, if it wasn't for stumbling, I wouldn't get any. <laughs> uh, but this is a fun tune, and it's just silly as heck. Uh, Betty Hutton doing It's a Man. Girls! Girls! Watch out! Watch out! There's a two-legged animal running about. If it smokes a great big cigar, and it hangs around at a bar, if it tells the biggest lies, where's the loudest eyes? It's a man. If it acts just like a cross patch, has a face with whiskers that scratch, if it's stubborn as can be mean and ornery, it's a man. If it walks, if it talks, if its habits are a little bit peculiar, if it brags and tries to make you think it's wonderful, be on the lookout. Don't let it fool you. But if it makes the moon up on high, more than just a light in the sky, if it kisses you and you find you like it to grab it, it's a man. Step. 
It's a man If it acts just like it's the boss When it knows that you are of course If it gets a little rough Thinks it's very tough It's a man If it walks If it talks If its habits are a little bit peculiar If it brags and tries to make you think it's wonderful Be on the lookout Don't let it fool you But if it's kneeling down on one knee Saying, darling, please marry me Then don't hesitate, better name the date And then grab it, hold it, hang on to it For it's a man Well, that was crazy (laughs) Isn't that something? It's a man It's it's great. There's great stuff out there. All you got to do is find it. That's true. You keep turning rocks over. You never know what's going to jump out. Right. Absolutely. Well, Leo, what do you want to follow that up with? Do you remember a gal uh, that we met named Carrie Fidley? Yes. She was with, uh, played a lot in that band. Oh. Um, Come on, you uh, can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Freight, Freight Harpers. Yeah, okay. good job. Okay. She when, she was with the Freight Harpers uh, when we first met the, the whole band, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, she went on after that to have a solo career. But she's just one of those people that I, I really liked a lot. She had a really great old-timey approach to the way she did music. And uh, she came out with an album that I bought right away when it came out uh, called Neighbor Girl. And uh, it's just a collection of really good old-time songs, and the way she approaches them just has always sounded exactly right to me. Okay. So anyway, uh, she also had an interesting um, style of playing guitar. When she played the old-time style, if you're a guitar player, you know whether you have upstrokes and downstrokes, right? Right. Not when she was playing, man. Every stroke was down, 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 down. I remember that. And it's, and it's a real style, but you're going to hear a lot of that, too. But anyway, let's just give her a listen. Uh, this is Carrie Fridley uh, from the year 2000, I think, called Cannonball Blues.
here comes the train coming down the track carry me away but it ain't gonna carry me back my honey babe my blue-eyed babe I like the whole album actually, uh, but I was real taken by that song, and that's an old old timey song. It's been yeah. around for a long time. Yeah, it's got a great feel so, to it. Yeah, there you go. Good pick, Leo. Hey, look at the time. Yeah, I think we've about used up our time for this segment. We really have. Yeah, we can take a short break. Well, we need to, and of course, we tomorrow's moving day. Tomorrow is always moving day, so we need to go out and uh, police the area, and uh, get of course, the, get the trash out there. Get the trash, right. and uh, of course, we need to check that left, left rear, rear inside, inside duel. duel. Yeah. So uh, grab that. Uh, uh, tire tester and uh i'll get a trash bag and uh we'll head on no, out no no <laughs> okay give I me the tire tester i never beg to take the trash out <laughs> okay i think it's your turn with the tire tester this has been my goal all along <laughs> all right well this is the americana road show right here on truckers, truckers radio, radio usa, USA. <laughs> And we are broadcasting, you know, before I uh, say that, you yes. know, um, I, I, again, I want to thank uh, Brad Keselowski, you know, for reminding us to check our tire pressure. Check, it's important. It, it's very important. And, you know, he doesn't even have duels on, on no, his car. he doesn't. I mean, you got dualies, you kind of, it's kind of like a backup tire, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could lose one and still maybe get <laughs> yeah, down to it. Maybe. I don't. You, we don't advise probably not. No, 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 no. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. It no. took about four or five pounds. So, you know. <laughs> it but, always does. Yeah, we're keeping it, it going. It says. Exactly right. Yeah. So, um, you know, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Redford, South Carolina. You know, we found it. Barely. We didn't it's, find the rest of the town. Yeah, it's not much of a place, no. actually. And, and I was going out. You know, I used to go out and talk to people. Uh-huh. I couldn't find anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, we got to go where the dart lands, but uh, that's it. It's uh, sometimes it takes you to uh, more interesting places than others. Well, and uh, the camping place we got is nice. Yeah, it's good. But I don't know where the town is. <laughs> I don't I found it. Oh. Well, we'll keep looking. We'll, well keep looking. we're running out of time. But oh, anyway, okay. you know, people ask us, they say, Derriers, why do you travel across this great country of ours, uh, you know, staying in these Shady Grove RV parks uh, and, you know, going around in your uh, RV? Because we don't have any place else to go. That's kind of what we have, folks. Right. You know, and and, and that's okay. You work with what you got. Yeah, you know, our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, they have these things called ranches you know and they do their shows from the uh comfort of their ranches i'm sure relative comfort i suppose and they're sitting there and they're lazy boys or whatever well i mean i could picture that yeah i can probably a hot steaming mug of hot cocoa there you go uh you know of course rex allen jr has the rock and diamond r ranch in the dos cabezas mountains in the dos cabezas mountains alan bailey has the swinging gate ranch yes tennessee jim the diamond w ranch on the edge of the kansas flint hills exactly orrin friesen the rock and banjo ranch love it and thanks to our pal suzanne we have a ranch of our own 
town. That's right. She said, you actually have a ranch. Our ranch is this entire country. That's right. It's border to border and other border to border. And cheek to cheek. Uh, yes. Thank you, Ranger Doug. And uh, it, we travel that uh, range in our RV name. Ramblin' Rose. Ramblin' Rosie. Rosie. She gets us there. She does, and back, generally. Yeah. 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 We so like it. We like it's, it. It's good. We do. Yeah, we do. So, um, Leo, I believe that you uh, had the last song. I did. And uh, we're back to you. I cannot wait to do this. Uh, it's going to take me a minute to, to get through this, but uh, uh, I, I hadn't seen this name before, so I went to the lady to help me pronounce it. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Jealousy. Got that? Jealousy. Jealousy. Okay, yeah. Okay, Jealousy is the first name. Jealousy Hawkins. Okay. Well, he went by screaming Jay Hawkins. Oh, 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 oh. oh no. Okay, you ready to go down this rabbit oh, hole? Oh, I'm afraid so. Yeah, grab a flashlight. We're going to need it. It gets kind of dark. He was uh, an American singer, songwriter, musician, actor, film producer, and a boxer. <laughs> you know, doing That's what he a did. Great talent to have. Well, do, doing the way stuff he did it. He was known chiefly for his powerful operatic vocal delivery and wildly theatrical performances of songs such as "I, I Put a, a spell, spell on you. you." I knew you were going there. <laughs> so it's it, he had quite a life. He uh, was put up for adoption at the age of eighteen months. And was raised by Blackfoot Indians. <laughs> okay, okay. So he studied classical piano as a child, learned guitar in his 20s. And in a 1993 interview, he recounts telling his music teacher, quote, to leave before I make your life miserable. <laughs> because with the type of music I want to play, the things I want to do with music, and don't want to do it in the old conventional way that everybody knows I want to come up with my own ideas. I've got all the information that I need from you to do what I want. Now, if you stick around, I'm going to make your life miserable. Jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. It's amazing. So oh, his initial goal was be to become an opera singer, and that didn't work out. So he decided to go yeah, as a... Fake? Yeah. He decided to go as a more conventional um, blues uh, singer and pianist. So anyway, he... Here's the story uh, for that sh uh, song. I got a spell on you, which yeah. is what we're going to play. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, it it was uh, it, he it, it envisioned it as a kind of a refined ballad, but the entire band showed up drunk, <laughs> <laughs> including him. <laughs> and the the, the session. He it says he Hawkins screamed, grunted, and gurgled his way through the tune with utter drunken abandon, and then he passed out. <laughs> <laughs> so later, uh, later it, it they loved it so much he couldn't remember it, so he had to go listen to the recording <laughs> and relearn it. So anyway, it it was just such a novel thing, and. Um, a, a disc jockey uh, by the name of Alan Freed offered him 300 bucks to um, 
come out uh, come out on stage and emerge from a coffin oh, and he said no he said he said, he said uh, quote no black dude gets in a coffin alive they don't expect to get out <laughs> he had to be quite a character but he later relented he took the money and and then he ended up you know he was on stage with a snake he was kind of the first sh- shock rock right, guy right. you know so um he he, re, he resented that, and he resented being called Screaming Jay Hawk because he said, "Well, James Brown, you know, screams too. They don't call him Screaming Jay, James Brown." But uh, but anyway, so he he did other tunes and stuff. I, I listened. You know, one of these days we need to do a a bad covers show. Oh, I'm absolutely good with that. He did you some bet. terrible covers of other songs, but uh, he had a later release. That included a song called Constipation Blues. <laughs> and there's a spoken introduction in which he state that he wrote the song because no one had written a blues song before about real pain. <laughs> I would highly recommend going there to listen to that on your own. We won't be playing it on the air. Oh, man. Not even the Dairy Ears would feature I don't that think so. I don't think so. There were rumors he had three children. Uh, with his first wife, and claimed that he had anywhere from 57 to 75 children in total. <laughs> but but uh, apparently, uh, after his death, a friend and biographer, uh, Mariel Nagolian, set up a website to tra- tra- trace the children, and they identified 33. Good grief. And at least 12 of them met for a 2001 reunion. Oh, unbelievable. Enough about this guy. What a character. So we're going to go with his big hit, um, which is, I put a spell on you. <laughs> <laughs> I put a spell on you. Because you're mine. Stop the things you do. Thank you. 
we could listen to constipation blues i guess we could maybe not save that for another show let's do that oh brother (laughs) okay 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 i gotta pull my head back here and uh, see if i can get around this uh several i guess a few months ago now um you and i and our band Mm -hmm. uh were asked to uh kind of at the last minute to do a warm-up show uh for john McEwen. Oh yeah, remember that? It was our band, Three Trails West, by the way. Knuckleheads, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, back in Kansas City, right? And uh, you know, I've been a big follower of, of John for you know ever since the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band and the whole deal. Um, but he he's uh, he's just kept going and kept going and kept going. But he did a um, he did an album back in 2016, and I bought a copy from him that night and had an autograph it and the whole. I bit. did too. Uh, it's it's a really great one. But uh, there's a bunch of really classic music on there, and uh, one of them I liked a lot is a song that's called uh, "My Dirty Life and Times." Wow. Yeah, I, I was you know I hadn't I couldn't remember it when I look at the title. I remember it now. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's back up a little bit. He, uh, John was uh, born uh, uh, December 19th, 1945 in Oakland, California. So he's a West Coast kid right from the start, right? right. Why he did this thing called Made in Brooklyn, I do not know. I have to read up some more on it. But uh, in, anyway, at, uh, at, in 1964, he was like 18 years old. And he became interested in music after seeing a performance by the Dillards. Right. Which he collaborated with the Dillards a lot over the years. Mm-hmm. And he learned to play the banjo. Uh, and eventually he took a, an interest in fiddle and mandolin and the whole bit. I mean, if it had strings on it, he was going to try to play it. Uh, but he, he did a bunch of solo albums and everything. And then he came up with this, this Made in, in Brooklyn project. Well, one of the people that is on that album with him is none other than Steve Martin. Yep. Mighty fine picker himself. Uh-huh. In fact, uh, he and uh, Steve and, and John were friends from high school. Yeah, I thought I heard that before. Yep. So they were like roommates in college or something, but I don't know if that was true. But... Well, yeah, I'm sure it was. And yeah. also, John used to give Steve banjo lessons. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's kind of where that whole thing started. Got it. Pretty interesting. But uh, they also collaborated on a, on a thing. I have to put this on the show one of these times. Uh, they did a song called King Tut. Oh, yeah. All right. So Steve Martin goes to John McEwen and says, hey, I need you to give me a backup band for this thing. Uh, so he did. And uh, so he came up and they came up with uh, this alias for the band uh, called the Toot Uncommons. Right. <laughs> right. So it was, <laughs> the whole thing's a great project. Anyway, I, I want to back up here a little bit and tell you who the, the lead singer on this song is a guy I'm not terribly familiar with, to be honest. His name is Matt Carsonis. And it, this this particular cut just kind of jumped out at me. It seems like a lot of fun. Let's just spin it here. This was a, from 2016, um, from a, a, an album by John McEwen, and the song is called "My Dirty Life and Times." <laughs> Sometimes I feel like my shadow's casting me Some days the sun don't shine Sometimes I wonder what tomorrow's gonna bring When I think about my dirty life and time 
down and hang for my crime If I tell them about my dirty life and time Someone till she went out for a stroll Should have run after her It's hard to find a girl with the heart of gold When you're living in a four-letter world Oh, but if she won't love me, then her sister will She's from say one thing and mean another's bill And she can't seem to make up her mind That really is. Uh, you know, uh, there's a song on that album that I'm really taken with, and we may feature that one of these days, too. So, Which one? Uh, I don't remember the name of it. Okay. but, but uh, That whole album is, is yeah. really good, though. But it's made a, a lasting impression on me. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Hey, I uh, think we've had too much fun on this set. I uh, think we better go compose ourselves a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's uh, pull ourselves together here. Yeah, Screaming Jay is still uh, <laughs> doing it to me. <laughs> the echoes of Screaming Jay. Yeah, well, uh, we'll get out of here, but we'll be right back on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. We're backing up. Well, that's what we do, of course. We we back up. We're the derrieres, after we, all. That's right. We're yeah. living up it's, to our name. It's kind of our job. It's our job. Well, we like to use this portion of the show to um, to suggest. Gently remind. Recommend. Sort of. 
uh, implore. Implore, yeah. Uh, beg. beg. Yeah, yeah, we, we're, we're going to we'll beg. beg people yeah. to go to our websites. Yeah, we're not about uh, that. No. Yeah. The one for this show is thedarriers.com. Do not go to darriers.com. Yeah, don't no. even say it. Don't even say it. You already did. Oh, sorry. But go to thedarriers.com. And, of course, the one for the band is... Well, that would be threetrailswest.com with the number three. Of course. Absolutely. And uh, if you go to uh, either of our websites, uh, you will find a lot of... Content. content and if you look at it we're pretty sure you will be contented but there is so much of it you could become confused, confused in which case you should just contact, contact us. us and we'll get you straightened out yeah that's what yeah. we do there are contact us tabs on both websites or you can get right to us uh, with our uh, email addresses mine is roger no d at the and mine is leo also no d at the so, uh, you know, the other thing you can do is uh, on thedarriers.com, go to the Americana Roadshow uh, tab, and you can download any of our past episodes and listen to them at your leisure, uh, preferably in a leisure suit. That's right. We're talking double net with yeah, if you have one of those. That'd yeah. be super cool. Absolutely. Yeah. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without the Darriers. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thank you, Mike. All right. Let's see. I, I can't remember where we left off. Um, I believe you finished the okay, last so part. Okay, you're, so you're, you're up. I'm back up. Okay, don't, don't pull another no, one of those. No, don't even say the name. Okay, I'm not going to say it. Uh, you know, we like to feature uh, people that we know. Right. Acquaintances, friends. And uh, this is a guy that we have known for a long, long time. A tremendous player. Uh, Todd Hallowell. Oh, man, he's a cool guy. He's a good dude. And, we just got uh, to spend some time with him here a few weeks ago. Uh, that was at, fun. At the Winfield Festival, right. yeah. Uh-huh. So um, I looked up some stuff on him. He says he is a finger-style guitar wizard, and he's been known to do a little flat picking, too. Uh, he earned a, earned a performance degree in classical guitar and uh, has worked as a music teacher, composer, and arranger, recording engineer, music editor, producer, and co-owner of a record label, Southset Recordings. Well, there you go. He did win the prestigious National Fingerstyle Guitar Championship. You know, what year was that? You know, I didn't look it up, and I should have done that. Yeah, I remember uh, he in won Winfield, it. Kansas. I remember he did that. Um, you know, Fretz Magazine, they say, what tone, what sound, what touch? What? What? <laughs> What? <laughs> and uh, Guitar Player Magazine calls him an extraordinary finger picker. And uh, the, here's one. Guy Van Duzer, professor, professor of guitar at Berklee College of Music, says, Todd is an acoustic guitar entertainer who can hold me absolutely steel, still or have me rolling on the floor with laughter or even break my heart a little on occasion. And he can make his guitar do some really cool stuff. <laughs> well, he's good. We'll give him that. Yeah, we'll, we'll give, give him, him that. that. Uh, anyway, uh, I went back to an old recording of his, uh, an album called Before My Time, just because I really love the way he does this song. It's one of my favorites, Tico Tico. Thank you. 
Way to go, man. Yeah. Yeah, Todd, he's a great picker, man. Good dude, man. Enjoy him. Thanks, Todd. All right, let's see. Where are we? Uh, I think it's back to you. Okay. I'm going to feature. First, I want to tell you how I got to where I'm going here. Uh, I was, I've been meaning to feature some barbershop music. Oh, yeah. For a while. And uh, so I was kind of looking around for barbershop music. There's a lot out there. And I'll just tell you right now, I didn't get straight to it because I got distracted along the way. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Well, I got—I was looking looking up songs, you know, uh, barbershop songs, and I found one song that's been performed a lot as barbershop, but was actually written more as a bebop kind of a uh, you know street corner song. Okay. All right. So the guy that did it was um, William Martin Joel. Or as we know him, Billy, Billy Joel. You betcha, the piano that was a guess man. on my part. But. And, uh, you know, he's just a hell of a guy. I mean, the, what can you say about him? He, everybody nicknamed him the, the piano man. And he had that big hat hit back in the... He was born in 1949, I guess, in the Bronx. And, man, the Bronx shows up at his music all the time. Yeah. Heavily influenced by, yep. that, by that style growing up. Uh, but he also uh, has done some compilation things. He's, he's done some studio albums. He's just been all over the place. But... He did this one particular song, and it's called uh, For the Longest Time. Yeah. Okay, now you, can, you know what song I'm getting ready to play. Yep. Uh, it, it, could, it could easily be a, you know, a barbershop song. And like I say, I found a lot of barbershop versions of it. I was going to feature one of them, and I said, you know, we haven't featured Billy. Let's just go ahead and let him do it his yeah. way. And it's kind of interesting now. The only thing that keeps maybe from being true barbershop is that in this recording, uh, they, he, there's a bass guitar. Mm-hmm. And a snare that's being played with brushes. Other than that, it's all vocal and it's all him. Right. Originally, they were going to hire a band to come in and do the other parts, but he figured, ah, I'm here anyway, and I know this song because I like wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> so good point. So he went. He did all the such. Anyway, it's just a great tune. It's, it just really bops along. I like it a lot. So here comes Billy Joel for the longest time, uh, and it's uh, recorded in 1984. <laughs> I'm the 
than I hope for. Who knows how much further we'll go on? Maybe I'll be sorry when you're gone. I'll take my chances. I forgot how nice romance is. I haven't been there for the longest time. That's kind of more of a Frankie Lyman kind yeah, of right. arrangement there, but yeah, sure I'm, enough, I'll, I'll pull up one of those straight-ahead, you know, barbershop versions one of these days and put it on just for the dickens of it. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I think it's back to you. Guy by the name of Ray Smith. Okay, somebody else I stumbled over in my ramblings. Uh, he was born in 1934, and he was a rockabilly guy. Okay, uh, he he recorded for VJ Records, Tolly Records, Smash, Sun Records, and Boot Records, and National Recording Company during his career. He had a hit with a song called "Rockin' Little Angel" in 1960. Uh, for Judd Records. Man, he'd bounced all over the place. He took a portion of its melody from uh, Buffalo Gals. Oh, okay. I was going to play that, but I found another one that I liked a little better. Um, That record sold over a million copies, but uh, Smith, he recorded a lot of stuff that was written by Charlie Rich, and he was heavily influenced by Elvis Presley. Uh, unfortunately, he uh, he died by his own hand at the age of 45. Oh, no. Yeah, so it was a sad thing. But uh, this is just, uh, man, classic rockabilly stuff. You're going to hear those influences in it. It's from an album from 1960, Traveling with Ray. Makes me feel good. <laughs> Makes me feel 
so good Does make me feel good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants a her loving, yeah. you know her loving is sweet. Yeah. But when they want her loving, oh. she tells them that it's mine. Makes me feel good She knows what I want to hear her say Sure does make me feel good To hear my baby talk that way 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 that's that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's rockabilly, rockabilly right there. Absolutely. All right, Leo, what do you got? Well, this is somebody we we featured before, uh, and he's you know an acquaintance of ours. Uh, he's kind of funny because he's named after a Hungarian composer, an Austrian composer, and a Czech composer. All right. So his full name is Bela Anton Leos Fleck. Bela. <laughs> Bela. Bela Fleck. Our yeah. buddy. Good dude. But he just uh, came out. We, uh, like I said, we featured him before, but he just came out with a, a new project, a big double CD set. And uh, it's called My Bluegrass Heart. Oh, yeah. It's a great piece of work. Brand new. And, man, it's oh, really. I mean, he really reached out to a bunch of his good friends and brought them in. Oh, it's an all-star cast. All-star cast. That's crazy, Real yeah. mixed bag. And I like it because it was obviously recorded live in the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, some of the arrangements that they put together are just amazing. But you hear a little chatter mm-hmm. sometimes before the song and after the song. It just makes it feel, like, very lively. Anyway, uh, I just picked this one because it's got a lot of energy and it's a lot of fun. So from the 2021 project uh, of the uh, by Bluegrass Heart, right? This is a tune they call "Wheels Up."
that's it, baby. That's hot stuff. That's yeah. hot, man. Great, what? great album, Leo. Great pick. It really is. Hey, you know what? What? We are out of time. I, we really are. Yeah, we've worn out our time and our welcome. Uh, as we uh, usually do. Yeah, here in, in Redford, South Carolina. Because there was nobody to complain much. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's true. It's but... Except that guy next no, to us, though. I'm talking about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we, uh, we got to figure out where we're going next week. Oh, that's week. right. That's right. Let's... Uh, so let's see. Uh, let's I... see. You threw the dart last week. Right, so, so it's you... your turn. Yeah, so you get the map. I get the map. It's, yeah, it's back in the it's closet. Way back here. Yeah, it's back in the closet. I know. I'm, Can I you know. find it? It's behind yeah. that stuff. I know. I got it. Okay, got oh, it. Oh, looky what I found. What? Another bag of kettle corn. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Oh, good. This stuff is great. Yeah, I know. Okay. You, you've the... got to sweep the camper, though. I do. You I keep do. Believing I, this I stuff will. On it. It's worth it. Okay. Okay, okay put it up on the wall there. There we go. Okay. Okay. good? There you go. Now, you got to get the dart. Okay, it's in the spoon drawer. Two. Spoon drawer two. Yeah. Spoon drawer two. Okay. We got way too many spoons. Got it. Got okay, it. Got, got it. Got it. Okay. All right. And none of us even plays the spoons. That's true. We don't. Okay. All, All right. right. Uh, let me get in the circle. All right. You stand in the middle. Are we ready? Yep. Okay. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh wow. Central and south. What? Oh, we're, we're Texas. We haven't been to Texas for a while. That's true. Let's see here. Plainview, Texas. That's Oh, that's kind, that's of, kind of in the panhandle. In the panhandle, yeah. yeah, yeah. Down from uh, Amarillo a bit. Okay, well, hey, that'll be a fun trip. That will be a fun trip. All right. Hey, I, I tell you what, uh, well, I had a little time to research, and I got a few left over. I can't wait to spring them on you uh-oh, next week. okay. Okay? I have to do some homework. All right. All well, right. Well, we'll get her done, and uh, we'll be back here next week uh, to do the Americana Roadshow right here on Trucker's Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriers. Derriers.